When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What is up, Pittsburgh Steelers fans, and welcome back to another episode of Let's Ride, your Monday, Wednesday, and Friday morning podcast right here on the Steel Curtain Network. Thank you for joining me on this Wednesday. Happy hump day, everyone. It's the 21st of February, although I'm recording this on the 20th, and that's an important date, and that's a really important date, and that's where we want to start. Hey, the news, the news is that when I'm recording this podcast, it's my birthday. Today, 41 years ago, Jeff Hartman was delivered into this world in a small town of Bel Air, Ohio. I still shudder to think that I was born in that awful state of Ohio. Nonetheless, grew up in Wheeling, West Virginia, and now I find myself here in Maryland, and you all know how that played out from there. I'm not here to, to celebrate myself, but I, I do think it's interesting. You know, I read a book suggested to me by my wife. It's a shocker that she would be the one that's, that, um, that's not a shock. She always recommends books for me to read. And one of them was all about this uh, Aboriginal tribe who they did not celebrate birthdays unless that individual came to them and said, I have done this this past year. I've grown this year. I have done this this year, and I want to celebrate those achievements. Sometimes it could be internal. And they're like, hey, I, I felt like I've developed and matured. And they would celebrate, and they would celebrate the birthday. But if they couldn't come to the tribe, and have something tangible that they have improved upon in the last year. They didn't celebrate the birthday. They didn't celebrate another year. And I found that very interesting. And the reason why I bring that up is that in the last year, my gosh, have things really changed for me. Uh, when you talk about not just in the Steel Curtain Network continues to grow, 
fans first sports network in the last year becomes a thing. Um, I'm fortunate enough to have that be my full-time job and for me to run the network and the company continues to grow and expand into new realms. And that's exciting. And for me, uh, there's a lot to celebrate in this new year outside of just having another year under my belt and another year of experience. And I, I just really do thank everyone that's involved in my life. And that includes you all the listeners, because let's be honest, if you all didn't listen, I wouldn't have this platform. There would be no way for a reason for us to continue to do it. So for my inner, my close family, uh, you know, my wife who puts up with all, all my craziness, my five kids who mirror my craziness uh, to my extended family, like my parents who are my biggest fans that listen to all of my shows and do all that stuff. And they always talk to me about it. Like, I, I can't thank you all enough. I really can't. Um, this past year has been really special. And it, it was a leap of faith. You know, you leave 16 years of teaching to do this and there is, you're leaving some safety and some security and that's fine. I, I, I feel like it's, it's appropriate. So I wanted to talk about that briefly at the start of the show. So uh, yeah, that was news for me. And that was, that was yesterday, technically and today when I'm recording this, but I do also want to draw uh, a picture here of, in case you missed the breaking news podcast I did with Brian Davis. And that was yesterday morning, late morning. Got a phone call from our source within the Steelers organization talking all about the quarterback position and talking all about the Steelers, what they are or are not going to do. And there's a lot of people that still think, and not locally, let's make that very clear. You know, this is not uh, the, the local beat writers. This is more the national realm. We're talking the ESPNs, Fox Sports Radio, um, even I've heard Sirius XM dabble in this as well. And they're the ones that bring up, oh, they're, they're going to trade for Justin Fields or maybe they'll go get Kirk Cousins. Our source made it very clear and that that's not happening. That's just not going to happen. It's just not in the cards. It doesn't fit. That's what Brian and I talked about on our podcast was it just doesn't fit. It doesn't fit the narrative. And so we've talked about this on my show. We talked about it on Monday when Chris Carter joined me on the Let's Ride podcast for the Monday morning conversation. If you missed it. Go back and check it out. It was a great conversation. I love having Chris on the show. And yeah, well, we both kind of came to the the same terms. And when we talked about the trading possibility, it just didn't make sense. Not only does it not fit from a financial standpoint or, or for trade capital, what they would request and all that stuff, it doesn't fit either from a contractual standpoint. It just doesn't fit. So it wasn't news really to me when our source reached out, but they made it very clear. Hey, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. And so if you want any more information on that, Go back and check out that podcast yesterday that I did with Brian Davis. I thought it turned out really, really great. Uh, it's only about 15 minutes, so you have some time for that. So then I obviously post this, and this is where this title and this headline and all this stuff about this podcast stems from. I didn't post this podcast because you have to promote yourself. You have to promote your work, and people weren't expecting a podcast at 10 a.m. in the morning. So I had to put it out there. So I go on my Twitter account, and I put it out there and say, hey, check this out. It's a Sourced information, of course, there's people that want to chime in on this. People that say, oh, this source doesn't know what he's talking about. Or the people that say, oh, well, does it even matter? This team is just going to be mediocre. And that's what they are on our mediocre mic. And another, here comes another nine and eight season. All right. There's a lot of people that fall into that last category. The people that say that the 2024 Steelers are dead before they even arrived. And that's weird for me. And I, I understand it. You watch the AFC and you see what's happening. You have Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs and you have uh, Lamar Jackson and the Ravens and you have Joe Burrow and the Bengals and you have Josh Allen and the Bills. And if you want to go down to Tua and the Miami Dolphins, you can. 
the AFC is loaded. And I didn't even mention that Aaron Rodgers, if he is still capable of playing, we don't know, but he and the Jets will be a heck of a lot better too in the AFC East. When you have all of these storylines, the Steelers faithful feel like it's necessary for them to try and match what's happening there. And they didn't want to hear possible Kenny Pickett and Mason Rudolph as the answer. And that just wasn't good enough. And so they're saying, hey, they're done. They're done. But just stick a fork in them. Well, I'm here to say that I think the demise of the 2024 Steelers is highly overrated. There's a lot of fans that love getting those likes and those responses when they tweet out stuff like that. But for me, that is this is highly overrated. And I want to talk about this. Because even though some people are done with the Steelers, they're writing them off. Isn't that just a tad bit hasty? Are they actually that far off? Are they that far off from being a really good team, not just in the division, but also in the conference? So let's look at this, right? Let's take a look at this offensively and defensively. That's how I like to break things down. Yeah, I could sit here and as Mike Tomlin would say, paint with a broad brush. I want to be specific. So let's talk about the offense. I still feel like as the new league year approaches in 2024, March 13th is the official date. March 11th is the legal tampering period when that begins. Offensive line is paramount for the Steelers. And we know center, we know tackle, and I'm fine if they bring in a couple interior pieces that can flex in and out. I don't mind Nate Herbig, but at the same time, I'm not sold on Nate Herbig being that really solid backup that I wish they would have. I'm open for everything, and it's paramount because to me, if the offensive line from center on out on both sides, left and right, if you have a really good offensive line, that is when you can take a mediocre or slightly above average quarterback, and they can look a lot better. You give them the time, and they're not having to worry about the pass rush constantly. They don't get the happy feet. They're not all of a sudden, they're not, not all of a sudden seeing ghosts out there. If you can do that, that type of quarterback can succeed. Which, by the way, the quarterbacks that the Steelers have or could have on their roster in 2024 would fit the above criteria. They're not superstars. They're not, they're not the, the AFC's elite, but they would be an above average or average quarterback. Give them a good offensive line. Find a good center. Whether it's free agency, whether it's the draft, whether it's both, doesn't matter. Get yourself another bookend tackle. Do not go into this season with Dan Moore at left tackle and think, yeah, this is good enough. We'll be good. Dan Moore, he tries really hard, doesn't he? Like, you can't do that. You cannot do that anymore. You've given him enough time, just hasn't panned out, and that's okay. So you got to find another player to, to bookend Broderick Jones, whichever side he's going to be on. Next, you go to the running game. Improve the offensive line. It doesn't just help protect the quarterback. It also helps pave the way for the running game. You have the Steelers with two running backs that accumulated over 1,000 total yards from scrimmage. Not all rushing. Najee Harris did it for the third straight time. Steelers are going to have to make a decision on on his fifth-year option this offseason, but not right now. And so the Steelers have that running game. They have the running backs. If they get the offensive line, I think that's going to cure a lot of problems for the Steelers' offense. And I still, by the way, do believe that the Steelers have good position players. I do like Deontay Johnson when they ask him to do what Deontay Johnson does well. What is that? Create separation, win at the line of scrimmage. He is not your vertical threat. He just is not that guy. He is a guy that can really draw the defense's attention. He can create space. 
George Pickens is your vertical threat. Calvin Austin III could be your vertical threat. When they use these players well, I like the skill position players. I like Pat Fryermuth. I like Darnell Washington. I like Connor Hayward even. A lot of people, oh my gosh, Connor Hayward, you say something about him like positive on social media, you're going to get put over the coals. I like him. I do. And so you add that in with the running game. I think that they have a really good offensive base. Now, I know the quarterback is a glaring question mark, but then this all leads to, do they finally have a coordinator who can put these players, these pieces of the puzzle together in a way that can actually equate in success? I'm not sure because I don't know what Arthur Smith is going to do in Pittsburgh. We know what he did in Tennessee. We know what he didn't do in Atlanta, but what is he going to do in Pittsburgh? How hamstrung is he going to be with the roster that he has and or also what the head coach wants him to do? Mike Tomlin, he might have differing opinions as it pertains to how he wants the offense to look. And hey, he's the head coach. He has every right to do that. At the same time, I hope Arthur Smith has the green light to be able to get something out of this offense that we know exists. We know that offense is in there. Go back to the last three games of the regular season when Mason Rudolph was in there. And please spare me the talk of those were some of the worst defenses they'll ever play. You you have to do it against anyone. It's not like Mike Tomlin got the opportunity to say, hey, you know what? Mason's going to start this week. Ugh. Should we have him play the Bengals at home? It should, was that a good starting point for him? Their defense isn't that great. That'd probably be a good spot, right? No, he doesn't have that opportunity. Why? He gets the schedule. You play the schedule. So Mason Rudolph struggled in the playoffs. A lot of people struggled against Buffalo this year. And you know what? I'm sure it was a learning experience for him. It's also not the best offensive game plan. We can talk about this till we're blue in the face. It's over with. What I'm saying is that the Steelers, from an offense that already should see some improvement next year, is or has seen success with scoring points. That's what they have to do. Is Arthur Smith going to get get it done? We'll see. The offense, I think there's some hope, actually. They got to figure out that offensive line. Defensively, they have the superstars, but they need to fill the gaps. They need to fill the gaps with a, a, a cornerback. I would say that Joey Porter Jr. is a budding superstar. After just one year, yeah, I said it. But you got to get another cornerback opposite him. Patrick Peterson, love to have him back. At the same time, Patrick Peterson, I don't know if you're actually going to be able to get to, to be a starter anymore at this stage. Maybe you're more of a dime defensive back, and that's okay. That's okay. But still, they got to get that other piece of the puzzle there. TJ Watt and Alex Highsmith are good. I think Nick Herbig is great, going to be a great rotational piece. Look at the defensive line. I think you've got a really young, awesome player in Keanu Benton coming up. We got to get someone like Larry Ogunjobi to play up to his contract status. And for the love of all things holy, can we get Minka Fitzpatrick playing back in the, the deep half again like he used to, where he's making plays? Get him away from the line of scrimmage. If you want someone like that, go go get one of those hybrid uh, Isaiah Simmons types, linebacker slash safety. Give someone like that to do that. Let Minka do his job way back in the deep half, taking the ball away, baiting quarterbacks into bad throws, pick sixes, all of that stuff. That's what we want to see from Minka. If that means you cut ties with DeMonte KZ, then KZ guess it was nice knowing you. You're not an all-pro. He is. That's the way it works. So for me, I look at this, and they have the superstars. Can they fill the gaps? Can they start playing more consistent football at the same time? We've talked about this already on previous podcasts. I want the, I, I've said this a million times. I, 
I want the, the playmakers to be able to make plays, but they shouldn't have to carry the entire team. Think back to week two, Monday Night Football, Cleveland Browns at Pittsburgh. That offense did nothing. They needed Alex Highsmith, strip sack, and TJ Watt picking up the ball and scoring a touchdown to win the game. Go back to LA when they're out in, against the Rams third quarter. Matthew Stafford and the Rams have the ball in their first drive of the second half. TJ Watt interception takes it down inside the 10. First time the Steelers have been in the red zone in the game. They score a touchdown and everyone thinks, oh, wow, this is great. They, they were lying. They relied on their playmakers last year. Can't do that again. And then lastly, what, what's the deal with Cam Hayward? What are they going to do with Cam Hayward? His contract is rough. Cap hit of over 23, I think it's $24 million. That, that, that cannot, that cannot, can't do that. I'm sorry. I love Cam. The dude just went under the knife again. He just went under, I don't know what it was for. I wrote that article for steelcurtainnetwork.com, put it on his Instagram. And is he going to be healthy? That's question number one. And number two, if he's going to be healthy, is he going to be able to be an impact player still? I think he can be. They got to figure out those financials. So to sum all this up in the first half, for all you people that are saying that this team sucks and they're not going to win any games and they're not going to be any good, they won 10 games last year with some pretty bad play at some pretty important positions and some injuries on top of that. So keep that in the back of your mind. If they make some improvements, I think this team could actually be pretty good. Are they going to be vying for a Super Bowl? Not putting my money on that this year. Are they going to be better than they were last year? I absolutely think they could be. So all you people that are saying, hey, they're dead, dead to rights, before they even dead on arrival, the 2024 Steelers, I disagree 100%. I have your questions. I have your answers coming up in the mailbag segment. I'll be right back after this break to do this set. Stay tuned. Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit amfam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Fans, welcome back to the second half of the Let's Ride podcast. Hope you enjoyed that first half. I know I did. Uh, of 
hey, mailbag time, Wednesday. That's what we do. Every Wednesday, I put out the, or every Tuesday, I put out the tweet. You can find it at the Twitter handle that you see on the screen for watching on YouTube or at Jay Hartman, H A R T M A N underscore P I T. I don't have to follow. You just have to find it. You respond. I answer the question live here on the show every single Wednesday. Let's get this show off right with believers. He said, ride or die crew poll of the week. He's been doing this. How we all probably feel addition. And the options were, I want the quarterback to be, here are the options. Depends on, so everyone shuts the hell up about it. And that's actually right. I actually voted for shuts the hell up. So uh, I agree with that. But he continues with the real ride or die weekly poll. I feel like we never speak about trading down in the draft. I'd consider it with the depth and the possibility of our best round one targets being off the board. That being said, I know what they usually do, but if I controlled the draft, I would. His options for the poll this week are trade up for a top 10, trade down for more picks, stand pat and draft the best player available. So this is this is difficult. I, I would always say trade down, but it's exactly what are you giving up? I'm going to say stand pat and take the best player available based on the fact that I think that the Steelers have very specific team needs that they want. Depends on what they do in free agency too. So let's revisit this after free agency when we get closer to the draft. Dave Schofield chimes in and says, where are all the dad jokes this week? They came in a little bit later than you, but that's fine. He said, in case you don't get any, here's what Dave said. My friend keeps telling me to cheer up these days. He says it could be a lot worse. I could be trapped inside an underground hole filled with water. I know he means well, but I'm ching. Nice. Very nice, Dave. That was a good one. And then Big Will, another Ryder Dad crew member, chimes in and says, I want to start playing silent tennis. It's like regular tennis, but without the racket. <laughs> He's actually pretty good. All right, let's move on. Uh, Diego Fernandez his last year, we focused on having players with ball skills in the secondary. However, Minka had to play the box and had zero interceptions the whole season. Do you think the focus should be on bringing players with, with skill sets set highlights our playmakers such as we had with Edmonds and Millette? Okay. So you kind of said what I said in the defensive part of the first half of the show, which was, I think they need to surround and fill those gaps. The players that this is what they need is to get Minka back in the back half doing what he does best. So I think, yeah, they need to do their diligence with a guy like Terrell Edmonds. He didn't play poorly this year. He's just not a flashy guy, but he could be just what the Steelers need. So if he's out there and they can grab him and they want him, which they should pick him up as they said in uh dumb and dumber, Eric asked, you said Ben and AB or Lemieux and Yager this Eric. And, and honestly, let me say this. I thought the Yager jersey retirement process, the the whole ceremony was just phenomenal, was just fantastic. When they, the 68 went up into the rafters, it was great. And it, were brought, it brought me back to my childhood. I remember my best friend growing up, his grandmother lived across the street. She was a teacher. I mean, you want to talk about Yarmer Yager fever in, an, in that area, not just in Pittsburgh, but that whole area. She had a life-size like poster of Yarmer Yager in her classroom and she posted his stats on her. I mean, she was not, she wasn't a math teacher. Just, it was incredible. But when you say Ben and AB or Lemieux and Yager, give me the guys that won two championships together over the ones that won zero. That is Mario Lemieux and Yarmer Yager. That's who I'll take. Let's go to Chris G. It's a deep, this is a deep tackle and cornerback draft class. Since those positions are expensive in free agency, would love to sign the best possible free center and draft the tackle and cornerback. Or are you going after 
JPJ in the first. I'm I'm assuming you're talking about uh, Powers Johnson uh, from Oregon. Frazier in the second if JPJ is taken before 20. So I think that the Steelers are going to be smart. I'm going to lean on someone like Roy Countryman, which, by the way, he's going to be starting his own podcast on our network, not Steel Curtain Network, his own podcast on the Fans for Sports Network here hopefully this week. Keep your eyes out for that. But he's the one that said this: some of these positions, they should double dip. They should be looking at free agency and in the draft. That's going to be important. So I think tackle, cornerback, double dip. Double dip for sure. And then when you talk about corner, uh, I would take Frazier in the second and still be able to use the first somewhere else. And I do think JPJ, meaning the center, could be gone before the Steelers pick at 20. All right, let's go to Haskins QB1. He said, hey, Jeff, it's been a while since I asked a question, but I never miss an episode. Thank you very much. He said, but my question is, are we, the Steelers, really a quarterback away from being a legitimate playoff contender? And if so, this is the year to get the best option out there to really help our potential. And not saying KP8 isn't the answer, but he hasn't shown anything and can't stay healthy. Thanks, Jeff. Hashtag Ride or Die Crew. I, I've said this before. I'll say it again. I don't think the Steelers are a quarterback away. Uh, it's a question I asked Tim Benz, who was on my show a couple weeks ago. When I think it was three weeks ago, I had Tim on, and he he agreed with me. I don't I don't think they're a quarterback away. I think that if they can figure out who that quarterback is, maybe it is Kenny Pickett. Uh, you said he hasn't shown us anything. He's won some games. He's shown some fourth quarter magic. We'll put it that way. But he has been injured a lot. That's actually that's that's a hundred percent accurate. As much as it the other statement was with the wins and the fourth quarter comebacks. So until they figure out that quarterback. I, it, one position, one player? No, I don't think they're one player away. Steelers 419 said, I would prefer the Steelers address corner in free agency, given their track record drafting cornerbacks, excluding Joey Porter Jr. And the fact that there are options available in Johnson and Snead. Is this fair or am I stuck in the Kevin Colbert era? For me, let's also free agents, cornerbacks, they've done some, they've done some good work with some lesser known players. I remember when Steven Nelson was brought in, no one really knew much of him from his time in Kansas city played really well for the Steelers. Just contract got too much. They had to cut ties with him when the salary cap dipped. Uh, I I'm not going to be all in on the Johnson and Snead. It's just going to cost too much money. The Steelers cannot afford that type of contract. I don't think they're going to be in those, those conversations, but I do think there are free agents out there who could fit the bill. And then they still can draft a cornerback, but they don't need to necessarily do it in round one. And let's also keep in mind before people start with the rhetoric of the Steelers cannot draft cornerbacks, how rare have they drafted a corner really, really early? Yes, Artie Burns, that was bad. That was bad. That's an outlier, though. They really don't tend to target cornerbacks early in the draft. And plus, with Omar Khan and Andy Weidel, I'm going to reserve judgment and not lump them into that as well. All right, let's go to Brian Haynes. How do you feel? about our quarterback room for next season. Apparently, we're going to go after Cousins, Wilson, Jimmy G, Flacco, and Huntley. He's joking. We're going to be loaded. Seriously, though, are you more worried about quarterback or offensive line in 2024 as we sit here today? I'm worried about both. I'm worried about both. I, I, there, there's a part of me that thinks that Mason Rudolph is not going to be back, and I think that someone's going to pay him a lot of money. I've talked about that with Chris Carter on Monday. And I asked him that question. Do you think he would want to come back? He said, that's a great question. And I've thought about that. He's thought about it. He's like, I, I don't know. 
it's going to be interesting to see how this offseason plays out. But I'm, I think they have a better likelihood of fixing the offensive line this season than they do fixing the quarterback position, which sucks. Let's go to Bob Rayberg. Do you think we will ever know the behind the scenes dysfunctionality of the Matt Canada reign of terror from a player or coach? I know the Steelers are a classy organization, so we'll likely never know, but it would be interesting to hear details of why he was so bad, incompetent, and stubborn. I, yeah, I don't know. That's something that maybe I can talk with my source. I don't, I don't even know when that would be appropriate to talk about that and to get that information. So unfortunately, I don't think we'll ever know that. Next question from Bob. Great. He said, also, great interview with Chris Carter on Monday. Keep bringing him on. Maybe we'll talk to Chris in this offseason and see what we, we can make happen. We'll see. Let's go to Steelers Fan 69. He's a little bit later than usual. He's always here with the dad jokes. He said, hi, Jeff. Did you see Dave Schofield put out a dad joke? Here are mine. For Valentine's Day, my wife asked me, asked for something shiny that can go from zero to 200 in five seconds. So I got her a bathroom scale. Oh, <laughs> he said, boy, am I in the doghouse. Dogs can't operate MRI machines, but cats can. <laughs> I'm a sucker for a dad joke. All right, give me a break. All right, let's go to Steve. The Tennessee trader, he said, if the Steelers could get Tyron Smith for under $7 million, should we pull that trigger? I, I need to know more than just that. That's what a lot of times people ask me these questions on social media. If you could get X player for the X amount, how long is the contract? How like All this stuff that's going on, Like how much is this going to cost them in the long run? What's the salary cap? In? What's the sign? I want to know more details before I say yes or no. The next, uh, sell the team. That's his Twitter handle. He said, do the Steelers watch other games and quarterback play in the playoffs and really think they're close? I, I don't know what you want me to say. I, I, I don't think they're a player. I said that earlier. I'll say it again. They might think differently. Maybe they'll prove us both wrong. Wouldn't that be something? Let's go to Timu Enberg. Said, if Deontay gets traded, who is your favorite to replace him? Who's saying Deontay Johnson's getting traded? Because I'll say this. Who wants Deontay Johnson? It's not like he's coming off this crazy, awesome season. They, they need him. They, they're going to need him. They're going to need him to be that guy, whatever that guy is. And I kind of outlined that in the first half of the show. So, yeah, I don't think he's getting traded. I'd be shocked. James asked, Shannon raised a point on the hangover that Laney Wilson and Duck Hodges could be the new Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey phenomenon. In all seriousness, would you welcome a Duck Hodges return to Pittsburgh as a QB3? I don't think Duck Hodges has any interest in playing football again. He was in the NFL, played in Canada, and uh, I think he just kind of hung it up. He, I think he's done. And, you know, honestly, with Lainey Wilson, she is the, the biggest country star right now in terms of female country singers. And I don't think Duck Hodges necessarily has the the, the Travis Kelsey pool. But I'll tell you what, that is, a, is quite a tandem. If he was still playing, it would be pretty similar. Let's go to Carter's twist. Do we? Do you think we are, we have already condemned Arthur Smith's offense by saying it will be the same? In my opinion, an offensive coordinator who cannot bring something new to an offense is doomed to repeat their previous failures. I'm optimistic Smith's offense will be fresh and new. Let me say this, Carter's twist. If this offense is exactly the same, almost to a T, then you, me, and everyone else listening to this podcast knows who to blame. It's not Art Rooney the second. It's not even Arthur Smith. It would be the head coach. Because if you keep removing these pieces of the puzzle, and yet it continually remains the same, then who's the common denominator? We would know that answer, wouldn't we? 
We would all know that answer. It would be blatant. So I'm anxious to see what they can do with Arthur Smith, Arthur Smith as well. I think it's going to be different. I think it's going to be good. Last one from Tendercat. Hey, Jeff, do you think the Steelers should give this next season solely to Rudolph as the starter? The guy has something to prove, and with a better offensive plan, I believe he could be pretty dangerous. I'm riding with Rudy. Well, first, Tendercat, he has to be under contract. Right now, he's a free agent. They have to win the bidding war to get him to stay. And when you think about it, they have every right right now to negotiate. They could sign into a contract tomorrow if they wanted. Don't think it's going to happen. It would be stupid for Mason Rudolph. He wants to test the waters coming off of the way that he finished the season. His price tag is never going to be higher, barring him getting a starting job. I am going to say this, though. You brought up about how he should be the full-time starter and, and something that Kevin Smith and I talked about on our NFL Whip Around podcast, which is on the FFSN NFL podcast feed. You can get that wherever you get your podcast just by searching FFSN NFL. He said I don't, he doesn't think that they can do like a genuine competition because it's really difficult to split everything. He said in this game, football, you need the quarterback that's going to be your quarterback getting the brunt of the reps. I don't know how they would do this. It would get dicey. So we'll see how this plays out. I, I'm I'm all for an open competition if they can make it work and if it's a genuine, honest, open competition. Meaning, whoever plays the best in training camp, OTAs, mini camps, fast forward to the preseason, then they are named the starting quarterback. Not the guy who was drafted in the first round just because he was drafted in the first round. So if they bring back Mason Rudolph and he wins the job, then he wins the job and he's the starting quarterback. If they're going to do that, and by the judging by last season, the way it ended, they might be willing to do that. I'm on board. I'm on board 100%. Let's see what happens, but they got to get him back in the fold first. Keep that in mind. All right, that's it for me. This was a great episode. I loved everything. I hope you all enjoyed my little birthday speech at the beginning of the show. Nonetheless, I thank you all for listening. Thank you all for being part of the Ride or Die crew. Make sure you check out all of our podcasts at the Steel Curtain Network and check out steelcurtainnetwork.com. Give us a shot over there on the written side. I think we do some pretty awesome work. In the meantime, you know how we finish it up. Be safe, be kind, and God bless. Have a great rest of your week. We'll see you on Friday. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.